Episode 100 and I think 35 of your favorite fandom-based podcast with two best friends. We call ourselves Random Fandom with Brandon Brandon. We are back this time around. Uh, we're doing a, a nice little dip and dive into the world of Disney Plus's She-Hulk. Yeah, She-Hulk kind of came in with what we expected to be a bit of a whimper, but I think collectively has been doing much better than people ever really expected it to do. And I'm looking forward to taking a deeper dive into this. As am I. Great. That's why we're here. Yes. And this will be it today. We're not going to do one of those multi-topic things. We're just going to talk no about No multiverse of fandom. No. This is just a one universe. Yeah. 616. And we're also um, excited to get the show on the road. Are we not? Yeah. So let's start. Yo, it, we have just a fake sponsor, right? Yeah, we do. Okay. And uh, this is a product... Sorry, it's not really a product. I, there can be product involved in what's going on here. Okay. This is a service I have used, and you're finding about it, finding out about it for the first time. So would you mind yeah. just kind of uh, sure. going in cold here with us? Yeah, I haven't seen this. Um, so let me just pull this up here. Yeah, there's your copy. All right. It says, male, male escorts. Now, male is M-A-L-E first. But then also... M-A-I-L. So male, male escorts. I'm tracking. Picture this. You need to go check your mail. But like us here at Random Fandom with Brandon and Brandon, hey. you live in a pretty sketch neighborhood. That's very true. Yeah, me too. My wife just took our dog for a walk and I was like, take the AK with you. You know you're going to need it. Absolutely. Sure enough, she did. Yep. RIP is going out. Um, and to make matters worse, you're really horny. <laughs> did I just... Ruin the joke by pausing no, no. and putting my own thing in. This okay. is this is authentic. Well, have we? Well, have we got the solution for you? Introducing the new male male escort service. These studs will walk out to your mailbox with you and walk back with you to your house and then have sex with. I think that's what they have sex with you. Whoops. I'm not sure what the people behind male male escorts were doing to get distracted here nobody but, knows yeah um probably having sex with male escorts they probably it, it, got understandable distracted. yeah you got to try before you yeah. buy go check for that package with confidence and then check out their package and just like any postal service some handling will definitely be required these male escorts will lick you like a non-self-adhesive envelope and leave you stickier than the back of a stamp that's pretty sticky. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I have a picture in my mind from that. Mm -hmm. It's very stampy. Check out mme4me.com. That's so male male escorts. That's male male escorts for me.com. mme4me.com. You can't have sex without males. And now you can have sex with your male. That sounds pretty good. I like it. Yeah. So check out mme4me.com. Use promo code. What the fuck? And uh, you'll get 10% off. Now, do you, do you have to spell it what the fuck? Or is it... It can, can be an you just say WTF? You can. Okay. Uh, or you can spell it F-U-Q. F-U-Q. Yeah. Fuck? You. So, what duh fuck? It also works? It, as all, a code? it all works. Wonderful. I'm so glad we ironed that I feel out. like this is not the first time we've left people saying, what the fuck? When listening to some of our shenanigans. Hey, when somebody just tunes in, they're like, I'm going to try this random fandom podcast. And this is the first thing they hear. They're going to... 
They're going to know we're a legit podcast. And we're all about business. And She-Hulk uh, started what? A few also, She-Hulk's all about business. Yes, a lot yeah. of business was handled in She-Hulk. It certainly was. So, tonally, I didn't get a sense for what this show was going to be like from the trailer. And you and I both, when we had our like trailer discussion breakdown about all these shows that are kind of now concluding and coming to uh, the end of their first seasons, weren't very high on this. No, I think it's fair to say that the trailers were pretty universally panned. They certainly weren't indicative of what was... Yeah. What was to be. I think what it is, is you saw some of their almost lowbrow humor, you know, where I I recall kind of cringing when she lifts the the big strong guy to go have sex with him in the trailer, right? Right. That, I was like, is that the type of humor we're going to have here? Not to mention the computer graphics of She-Hulk was pretty poor looking Rough. by today's standards. Yeah. I'm just like, if that was 10 years ago, we'd be like, that's groundbreaking. But I mean, right now, not nah, so much. No. And so I think we all were surprised. Yeah. Um, not that there's, well, there's a fair amount to spoil, but nothing like hugely groundbreaking. Still some pretty important stuff, but just in the larger MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Let it be said, spoilers are ahead. So if you haven't oh, watched yeah. it yet, yeah, just be warned. I really did like this show. I first thing that jumped off the page at me, I was like, this is actually like really funny. And then you put the Marvel sheen over it and it's still funny. Yeah. You know, Marvel can sometimes do too, too much humor in like some of the movies. Um, I felt that this had a sitcom vibe. This was the first real feeling. Like if you put a slice of sitcom and slice Marvel and put them together, yeah. Yeah. And I really thought it had its own unique kind of signature or profile that helped it really stand out from some of the other kind of just not as memorable shows to this point. Yeah. And it took a, I mean, you're right. It, it's very sitcom y, which is not what you'd ever expect from Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yet there are situations that still felt Marvel. Yeah. You know, it, without, without needing to go into the action oriented piece, because it really wasn't action in this. I mean, Hardly at all. Yeah, I mean, my... It had about as much action as like a Jessica Jones show, where it's more about right. characters. It's and, more about the characters, yeah. exactly. And in this case, it was more about the humor. I think, for me, I, I'm kind of... I go back and forth. Like, I really, really liked this mediocre show. <laughs> like, if it, And that's the dichotomy I, I have in my mind, where um, I thought the humor was great, though cringy bad at times. And... I thought the characters were great, um, though the CG on the main character looks absolutely atrocious. So it's atrocious. I don't know. Yeah, is it like abusive and atrocious? Atro atrocious atrocious atrociosities. Yeah, that's it. That's the word. Yeah, atrocious, which is a good name for like a new uglier Hulk. Yeah, you know they have the abomination. abomination yeah, this one's called atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, you said New Hulk, by the way. We kind of got, in a way, a New oh, Hulk. Yeah. And I don't, I don't even... What was that about? I, well, let's get to it. We'll, t- in, we'll in talk about time. it. Okay, because that's, cause that's near the end. Yeah. Anyway, just, just to sum up my overall thoughts was like, I really did like the show. It was so much better than I expected. I looked forward to watching it. Yeah. I also was confused at its direction. 
Mm, I can characters that. came and went for no reason. And it's then, almost just say, haha, look. Yeah. But what did it contribute? Like, but then it didn't make sense. Like how like how Titania in the first episode breaks through a courtroom, courtroom yeah. almost kills the jury, but then later in the season she's just a normal free person who's a top influencer and they never do they ever go into why she just tried to murder the jury no and they there was no consequences it was saturday morning cartoon logic it and so there was certain things like that that i'm constantly thinking they're gonna touch on that at some point right Right. and they never did yeah i understand that so you know you touched on something and um it i think that one of the things the season could have used was a more clearly defined villain. It was more like just like goofy drop-in stuff right. or one-off stuff that didn't really have a a forward direction. I guess the overarching villain was the guy that was you know basically you know being QAnon bully yeah. to her. Um, well, but you don't know that until literally the last episode. And yeah. So it didn't feel like a villain to it, me. And yeah, it didn't seem to matter much. Um, I I liked that this was not just a six episode deal like kind of feels like almost like the format for a lot of the uh the disney marvel shows mm-hmm. um it gave me something to look forward to a little longer every episode was funny at some point there are some that felt a little aimless but i mean the season overall as a whole was great let's just talk about the big i think um the lasting impression this show is going to leave with most people and that's that we're in daredevil <laughs> yeah which was an awesome addition yeah it did feel a bit disconnected from the daredevil that we know yes he's tonally a little different um and it, it is weird to bring him in as more of a comedy edge and he's more of a, a sex object relationship person for the main character. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't mind that at all. It just it did feel disconnected from the original, but they have actually confirmed it's the same Daredevil. Like it's not a it's not supposed to be a different world's Daredevil. Yeah, he's it's, not a he, that same past happened to that Daredevil. Yeah. So maybe because he had such hell and high stakes drama happen to him, he's trying to lighten up a little bit or get a new lease on life, but he's still Daredevil, so I don't know. I small little nerdicism here. I hate that they went with that two-tone suit for him. I hate that suit. I hated it in the comics. Yeah. And I get they're just trying to flex their muscles. Like, you know, when you're playing a Spider-Man game and you can go get new suits and stuff like that. And they're showing that they're aware of the fact that was a thing. But that was like the worst look for Daredevil. He should just have straight up killer dark red. Yeah. The dark red looked good. Yeah. But literally they are... I should say... (laughs) Figuratively and literally, they're lightening up the character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, oh, yeah. Tonally, um, um, his demeanor. I think it's cool that the two superhero lawyers, who superheroes by, you know, night, even though She-Hulk's mm-hmm. just out with her stuff, and, you know, lawyer by day, get to meet each other. That was kind of like, oh, well, that actually makes sense. Yeah. Um, I like how they connected on the lawyering, too. Yeah. Like, while they're fighting crime... <laughs> They're kind of talking lawyer stuff. Yeah. And then the one guy was like, you're a lawyer too? And he's like, no, I'm just a... I don't remember what he said. But he had something funny. Like to some say. quip with it. Yeah. That was good. 
Yeah, it, it's going to take a little getting used to if this is the new perspective of Daredevil or perspective on Daredevil, lighthearted, jokey versus three seasons of very dark and dramatic and, you know, death defying stuff. What, but it can work that it can work okay in that sense and I think about Thor. Thor was pretty serious at serious at the beginning, especially yeah. in the second movie. And then when they lightened it up with um Ragnarok, it worked really well. And, yeah. And then not so well in Yeah, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder, but yeah. you know. They tried. Is, yeah. They tried to recapture the magic. So that was a, a high point for me. Um let's kind of, you know, just freestyle this here. A low point for me. I needed them to tie up the from the first episode. What was that spaceship that caused them to crash and caused her to get his blood in oh the first place? They never paid that off. I forgot about that. Was that supposed to be what then was kind of hinted at and shown in the last episode? Like I just didn't I understand. So that, who was that in the spaceship? I don't know for, either. It could be a, it, for it could be a Cree thing. Yeah. Right. Like they're just assuming that it ties in without directly tying in, I mm-hmm. guess, you know, but I guess that's sort of my biggest gripe about this show. I have these mini gripes where like, for example, they broke the fourth wall a little too much. I would say that was another low point. For me. And that, but that's like a, that's like a small gripe. The big gripe for me. Yeah. We is, already have Deadpool doing that. And I get she would do that in the comics, yeah. but it's already in this space in this 21st century viewing. Now that we have that's Deadpool's thing. And I thought they went to it a little too much for me. Me too. Yeah. And that and that's and then they went all out on the last episode, which I have more thoughts on that I will share later. And well, and I actually am, we don't have to talk about the details of the last episode yet, but the the thing about the last episode was it did this very meta. Yeah, let's get into the details. Fuck it. Okay. It did a very meta approach to tying all of the stories together. Right. And what they did was instead didn't actually close any of them. No. Because they brought the Hulk back with a fucking son. Yeah. Um, They brought um, Titania back. They, I don't know. They 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 never established her powers either. Strength. I mean, literally, that's what it is in the comics. But like, they just... They brought him in, and then they went into this super meta thing, and it was almost like they got to the last episode, and they said, okay, guys, we need to wrap these up, and they thought, oh, I have no idea how to wrap it up. Wouldn't it be funny if the last episode was about how we didn't have any idea how to wrap it up? Yes. And, and yeah, go ahead. It, well, it just felt like it was too cute for its own good. And it was aimless, though. Yes, and like, Kevin being a robot and her pausing your app and like coming through the app haha <laughs> but it was just if they had established that was going to be how it was going to be from the beginning that's fine but up until that point at best she spends you know 15 seconds talking to you the viewer through the camera but now she's pausing your app and taking you through what disney plus yeah. actually is and kevin's a machine with an algorithm that was funny by the way just kevin being a robot i, I was actually, like okay i like that idea but i didn't see i, I like the idea but I, they and then they had such a dialogue that was so long yes it took way too long that last episode aimless. really thing was aimless. just kind of threw a wrench in any forward momentum. And then, like you said, without closing loops, introduced like three new ones, which I get they could pay off later in film or TV. Maybe that's why Hulk has a son. Maybe that's why the spaceship came down because they were looking to contact him because, you know, he's been off world right. a lot. 
and then this could get into the whole Planet Hulk thing, which is not a story that I'm super familiar with, but mm-hmm. I know that he fell in love with like a fellow because he would go and do those gladiator, right. space gladiator things like you saw him doing in Ragnarok, and then apparently he fell in love with someone he was pitted up against, and they had a son, and his, he has a very tragic backstory, but. Yeah, you, it's like you can't just. And but that was that's such a, a thing to do on finales, just like dangle it over you. Like, well, what happens with that? Of course, like a post credit thing. Yeah. Like, ooh. But I'm like, they should have introduced that like midway through and then like revisited it. I just some of the things they tried to raise too many questions that they didn't want to answer or couldn't answer in one season, mm-hmm. and I just felt like you could have just waited to then introduce that. Yeah. At a later time when you can pay it off during the span of its intended viewership. Yep. I think that like I liked so much about this show and then I but I at the same time I wanted it to wrap up like a normal show would, right? Right. Where you have protagonists and antagonists, you've got relationships, you've got all this stuff. Tie them up in a little bow at the end or leave us on a cliffhanger like like oh, Titania was defeated, but she'll be back, right? Like th- at least there's some feeling of an end. But there wasn't. She breaks through a wall, and then the next scene, I mean, in, in her actual timeline, she's just gone. She's not there, right? Yeah, and then she becomes Doctor Strange. She can pause TV or pause reality and then jump back into a yeah. different... Yeah, it just... It was too cute for its own good. I think I think that's it. I think they were just trying to go too far with it. And I, it's like, I don't know, just wrap up some of it. Yeah. That's all. That's all we wanted, just to wrap up the stories you set forward in motion yeah. by the end of the episode. So lingering question on my mind is, do we see her again in a season two? Or is she now going to be introduced into the MCU proper? Like, where do we expect to see her next? Because now, like Daredevil, we saw him in Spider-Man, but then he shows up in here, and we know this is now leading to Daredevil Reborn or Born Again, right? Yeah. The new series they announced he's going to be in in 2023. Right. And I wonder what that's going to be like. Does she show up there? Oh, probably. The way maybe like the Defenders crossed over, yeah. sort of. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I, I absolutely would put money on on there being another season. It seems like it should be. Well, and do you remember when, when, when Kevin, the robot Kevin Feige... Mm-hmm. Um, said like I'll see you in the next MCU movie, and she's like, "Wait, what? Really?" And he said, "Like," and he's just, uh, yeah, and he's like, "No," just and he's like, oh. "So they they know that that question is being asked by the fans, and they're making fun of it." Oh, absolutely. So I have no idea where we'll see her if they put her in a movie. I can't imagine the CG looking like this. It has to be better. But then again, Hulk looked pretty shoddy in some Avengers movies, especially remember in, yeah. uh, when he's in Hulkbuster armor. Yeah, that was funky. He looked weird. You could like clearly see this like cut and copy and paste or cut and paste line between like where the armor ends and his head begun. <laughs> Didn't hold up super well. Um, I, I loved the fact that there's Easter eggs everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, like one of the uh, people from New Oh New Asgard was you know parading oh, around right. as Megan the, the can, Stallion, the one who can yeah shapeshifter yeah. I thought that was fun. There was other little things, if you're paying attention, some were way more obvious than others, but, and now I'm having trouble recollecting some other examples, but I just know that I saw some things. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it it was very aware of what's going on in the current MCU. And yet it still kind of stood in its own little pocket of the world. Were they in LA? Was that supposed to be the thing? 
Because Murdoch oh, said, like, uh, oh, I'm visiting from yeah, the East Coast. Yeah, I think you might be right, yeah. yeah. I like the inclusion of Wong. Um, I think that I was worried that it would feel like it was forced cameos, but he actually had some good parts in the show. Yeah. Um, oh, and you watched the Easter egg at the end, right? The uh, end credit scene? Uh, yeah, but I can't remember what it he was. He breaks Abomination back out of uh, prison. Yo, right. Because, you know, uh, what's his name? What What is his name? Emil Blonsky wasn't supposed to ever take the form of Abomination, even though he did to sell some books. Right. That was weird, by the way. I didn't like that he well, was like the QAnon guy well, or well, their guest uh, the speaker. Ab- well, and, th- and that's another thing that they didn't tie up. He's going and he's speaking at a, at, at a rally or whatever you would call that, that QAnon type thing, for men who hate She-Hulk. And he's a close friend of She-Hulk. So you go, oh, he's, I knew he was bad. He's a bad guy. But then uh, no, when but a then, fight breaks out, he goes, oh, I'll protect you. So where, why, what's your motivation in either way? Were you literally just taking a paycheck to speak to this horrid group? Yeah. Then you're not a good person? Yeah. No, the, the message was a little conflicting because I expected him to really show his true colors. And he was behind the whole thing. Yeah. And like that way, the story, but the season had a, a true villain. But no, he, he's like, no, no, no. So, but he, the whole kind of feeling you got from him is he really did seek out peace and he was kind of like this like John Lennon imagine the world kind of hippie right. vibe and like taking multiple wives and stuff like that but then it's like but then you would just sell out your values for money like that that was a little stilted for me I thought one of the other high points of this season was uh, Tim Roth as uh, Abomination and Emil Blonsky he was very funny very he's got good timing good comedic timing and yeah he's got a way about him he used to be on this show called Lie to Me, I think it's called. Yeah, that sounds. You right. ever see that? No. Uh, it was. I liked it. Wait, it how do a, I know you're not lying to me right now? You won't. But he would in the show because he can read when people oh. were lying. Yeah. Oh, um, like the tell the, the body language yeah, or something. Yeah, he was like an expert on that. Cool. Um, I think overall, I liked the actors pretty much across the board. Yeah, everyone was very well cast yeah. for their role. So even uh, like the supporting guys in her uh, law office. Yeah, and like the the other like kind of weird lawyer who never really liked her. I just thought everyone like, I don't know. They just had a certain charm, though a little corny. Like, but yeah, they just it worked. Overall, I would really recommend the show to anyone who um, likes MCU or is like maybe like, oh, how do I know like these Marvel shows? I, I feel like yes, there's a lot going on that clearly caters to people who know what's going on. But if you were to watch this cold and pick this up from here... It'd still be a good show. Yeah, you'd be a little lost on some things, but you, there's still entertainment and yeah. value there. I think this is really good for the people who maybe aren't into MCU. Yeah. and But really like something, you know, like a normal sitcom. And this could be sort of that entry level into it. Yeah. So, um, But I think we would all agree that Madison is the best addition to the MCU. Oh, absolutely. How could <laughs> she, she not be? Yeah. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, And to celebrate that? To celebrate that, we'll end this with an awesome quote. Of perhaps recent memory? Yeah. Wait, what? Of perhaps recent memory? Yeah. Okay. I I said it very clearly the first time. I just didn't get what you were saying. I mean, recent memory because of the, yes, the show. Huh? What? Play it. (laughs) Okay. Awesome quote in geek history, but recent history. Recent geek history. You get it. For my next illusion... The great Donnie Blaze needs assistance from a volunteer. Miss, if you may. Round of applause. 
And what is your name, young lady? Madison with two N's, one Y, but it's not where you think. Wow. Well, on that note, it's, um, oh, we never gave this a rating. Post-credits uh, scene. Eight point zero. As as would I. Okay, cool. Yeah, I would just do without the point zero. I'd just say eight, but I understand <laughs> I you, was, it I was, was a work in progress. I was, I was thinking through it. You yeah. were buffering a little bit. I was. Yeah. We are available to interact with you. Uh, please email us, randomfandomcast at gmail.com. It's with three A's, but it's not where you think it is. Random <laughs> fandom. Actually, if it's, four A's. if it's not where you think it is, then, then you probably not not the right good, you're not good at spelling. <laughs> yeah, and you probably emailed someone else. Yeah. Or you might get the, uh, you know, the, the mailer demon letting mm-hmm. you know that it didn't send. We also have a Twitter um, that we don't use anymore because it is uh, taken over by assholes. Yeah. So we moved over to Parlor, but then that got just bought out by an anti-Semite. Oh my God. Uh, so we're going to Truth Social. Yes, um, finally. At, at Random Fandom WBB. That's right. But our placeholders just on our Twitter for now until yeah, just we can, yeah, port, we're, we can port it over. So you right. can still talk to us there. And we'll be back uh, next time. We're going to actually be talking to you about a show that really... Was on Netflix. There really was. We'll yeah. be talking Sandman uh, yeah. in our next episode, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, and until then, thank you for being a fan of our fandom. Stay geeky. <laughs>